4: Welcome back to Unfiltered Kitchen. I'm Cheyenne.
3: And I'm Kyle.
4: And I'm so excited for another episode. So am I. Uh, thank you guys. I feel like we've been getting a lot of feedback from the last two episodes. And I think it's, um, I see a lot more conversations, a lot more people saying they enjoyed the episode. And I, I'm reading, I'm reading it. I'm trying my best to respond to everyone, but I definitely want to just acknowledge that. When I you see respond,
3: it. where do you respond, to?
4: I respond back to their comment.
3: No, but. On YouTube or on You're podcast?
4: better at responding on YouTube, That's and right. I'm better at responding on Instagram or Snapchat. Oh, okay. I okay. see you respond on YouTube, though, because I did go today to respond yeah. to some people on YouTube. Yeah. Like, someone said that it was their birthday, and they were listening. And they oh, were yeah. Like, we're supposed to uh, do a shout-out. I said happy out. birthday to them. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you?
3: I was going to do it tonight, right oh, now. Okay. I have to go find their handle. Uh, your signal your Not their age.
5: signal I, it,
3: yeah, Sometimes the you
4: really show your RPI. age yeah, It's you wild <laughs> 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 Oh my god okay. Not the okay. signal yeah,
3: dad yeah, yeah. To, to me even that sounded old Yeah, yeah.
4: you even stopped and looked like yeah, it was I know. funny
3: like, like woo, the signal
4: <laughs> <laughs> Okay So speak pipe You guys outdid yourself With speak pipe By the way So we, we put up a link And I put up the link a few times and I asked a question a few different ways as far as do you believe in love? What was what does love mean to you? Um, And then do you believe in unconditional love? And we got. A bunch of people who recorded themselves answering the questions I went through and there were a lot, but I listened (laughs) to every single one of them. And I want to say some of you guys have some really interesting voices. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so
3: you can hear them verbally.
4: We're about to hear them.
3: Okay, let me ask you something though before we get started. Yeah. Do you want to tell them about this weekend? This weekend, the give back.
4: Oh yeah, that was so fun. I was like, what happened this weekend?
3: I'm actually very proud of my daughter and her crew because they did what I mistakenly called a charity event. Right. They, I was corrected to no, this is not charity. This is a give back, and I'm gonna. Try to say it, but then I'm gonna let you say it. Okay. So basically, what what Shai did, Shai and Corey. Corey is a young lady, nice young lady, who works with Shai on a lot of the catering events. She's got, she's a party planner. Yeah. Corey, what's it called Corey's Events by Corey Lenore. Events, yes, and she does very good. Yes. So they collaborated and decided that they would do a joint venture giveaway
5: mm-hmm.
3: to who they who they deemed um, deserved it. Mm-hmm. So. I think you advertised it on your Instagram shortly. We did. We and put she- up
4: about one post about it. Okay. And,
3: and I w- so this okay. so is it. Could be anything. I'd like you to do a party for my my nephew. I'd like you to do a retirement party. I'd like you to well, do. Well, the
4: a- overall grand scheme is that, but for just this one, we said a kid's birthday party. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: All right. You take it over for me.
4: So think about that show that I used to like be obsessed with: Extreme Home Makeover it was on abc and it would like I remember you, dream home right, if yeah. be a family and they yeah. get a new home and it was just like all the tears all the emotions i want to do that but for parties okay to where people can just ride in and say, like, my teacher is the most deserving and I want to throw her a birthday party. Yes. Or I want to throw her a Valentine's Day party. Like, whatever it is. Right. Maybe not Valentine's Day for your teacher. Because then they'll think that you're screwing each other. But you get what I'm saying. I want to do, like, that concept, but for parties. What I realized is a lot of people are like, you should do event planning. You should have an event planning company. I've played with it. I've made logos. I've made websites about it. I just have never clicked go. Because I just don't know if that's exactly what I want to do. It's a lot of work. It's so much work. I love paying it forward, though. And I realized, okay, is there a world where I can combine two of the things I genuinely love to do? Um, And that's how we kind of came up with the ultimate party surprise. And being able to gift these gift of like one good day to yeah. someone yeah. is genuinely what it's all about. The first one was to do a kid's birthday party because I'm good at kids' birthday parties. Corey's good at kids' birthday parties. That's mm-hmm. been like where we we shine at. You guys
3: ever seen one of writers' parties?
4: And that's what I wanted it to look like, a It's always party. way up
3: here. It's always. It's
4: just a lot. Yeah. And I wanted someone else to experience that level of a party and not have to pay for any of it or not to have to even like think about all the yeah. logistics yeah. behind it. We got a lot of people who wrote in, and I really gravitated to this particular family. It was an aunt that wrote in regarding her sister-in-law, and her sister-in-law has breast cancer, stage three, sixth generation. Um, Her niece recently just passed of it. The same cancer gene, runs in their family.
3: She says recently, within days.
4: Actually, the day that we notified them that they won for the party, which was not less than a week or two ago, was the same day that her niece passed.
3: And her niece was young. Yeah. She didn't break 30, did no, she? No, she didn't
4: break 30. So
3: just so that you clearly understand, there's a particular gene or something like that. Yeah. chromosome that their body is missing or something that's yeah, created I can... in, their, in, their, in the woman's you know, family line. So their family is getting beat up with this cancer. I mean, you know,
4: I want to tell not you a, the gene. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, so it was. It's been rough on this family. Mm-hmm. Now, and like Shai said, the same day that they, uh, Cheyenne and Corey decided who the winners were, it was actually a combination of Cheyenne, Corey, and the different vendors that participated in the give back. Also,
5: mm-hmm.
3: after going through this wide selection of folks, narrows down to this family when they announced that was the same unfortunate day for the family that the niece had passed so i understand that they've been going through it so you know i don't think you could have picked a better family um and it was a very nice party and not, you know not a little kids running around having fun but there was still a, still a little bit of uh it was the some somber sum, somber yeah. feeling yeah just because of what had been going on with? They're the dealing with so yeah that's, much yes, right now. Yeah, yeah,
4: that I you know it's hard to celebrate when um it's hard to celebrate when you're dealing with 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 real life sometimes right, right. But the idea I'm trying to I was trying to find the exact name of the gene but I can't. The idea is that it just allows somebody to have a good day.
3: Yeah, Um
4: yeah. and in. And that's a lot of pressure, you know. Well,
3: you know, I th- I just really wanted to tell you how proud I was of you guys so that day. Thank you. you know, because that's not the type of event that everybody does. And I know there's the TV show, you know, mm-hmm. but they've got big budgets and they've got a bunch of money behind it. But for you guys to be able to pull it off, you know, uh, just amongst your connections and, yeah. and vendors that were willing to participate in it, Yeah. matter of fact.
4: He's repping the hat from the taquito truck. Roll them up, taquito. Roll them up,
3: taquitos. I met them. I mean, I met them. all the vendors. Yeah. I've known some of them. Um, A lot of really the good.
4: vendors that we worked with are yeah. the same vendors that I've worked with for six, seven years now. And I adore them. I yeah. mean, I truly, yeah. truly adore their businesses and I want them all to succeed and do really well. Um, and it, I just have so much gratitude towards them for again trusting me and volunteering their time, mm-hmm. their yeah. service on a day that they could be making money. They're yeah. volunteering these things and spending money to be there, and that's huge. You
3: know what I realized though, because you know I went around and talked to all the vendors.
4: Mm-hmm. Do you
3: realize that the the they're all married? Yeah, they're all they're all family. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're husband and wife teams. The
4: Paleta card. And I t- their I'm not, sh- I'm and not wife. sure if
3: the the, the balloon people. Um, uh, they were kissing rain, outside. Rain, oh, were they kissing? I saw them so, kissing so, outside. So, so if they're not, they're close. <laughs> rain, reindeer. <laughs> they're they're yes.
4: together.
3: Paleta, mm-hmm. yeah. the
4: photo booth. They're together. Okay, M- right. Mari Gold photo booth. Baby, they're together. Right. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the pancakes. pancakes they have baby number two on the way. Two, they're yes. together. Yeah,
3: yeah. So it's it's just really nice. But I wanted to yeah. tell you how proud I was. Will that ever televised? Will it ever no, air? No.
4: Okay.
3: All right. Mm-hmm. That's fine.
4: Yeah.
3: I I mean I the only reason I because I know videographer was well going we're on?
4: gonna we're gonna try to make a video kind of like docu style version okay and just upload it just to get more um so that people could understand what we're doing so that yeah. for the next one you have a better idea of what we're doing because I did get a few emails where it was like I don't understand of like you're giving a party away for free like question mark like just not understanding completely so we're making a video this time. Yeah to show what we did because the next one is going to be in January.
3: But to answer the question, yeah, they gave a party away for free. Yeah. And it was really no stop, not, not, No stops. It was, yeah.
4: It was nice. It was great. It was yeah. a really, it was a great party. So yeah. I'm really happy with how everything turned out. Um, It was good. It yeah. was a good day. It was okay. a really good day.
3: All right. Let's get down to business.
4: Okay. So I want to just jump right into it. So you guys really took advantage of this link. So we're going to play some of the ones that you guys sent. And. We'll just talk about them. So this
3: is gonna play verbally and they're gonna hear it? Yeah. And I'll hear it in the headphones? Or will I hear it
4: from Take take one
3: headphone? All right, off. Let's go. Let's
1: go. Hi, Papa Floyd and Cheyenne. I think when it comes to unconditional love and if I believe it exists, I think it is only with your children. I feel like with relationships, we think that we're going into it unconditionally, but really we have conditions because, you know, you're not going to keep loving someone if they continuously hurt you or lie or, you know, being manipulative. So I think that it's only when it comes to being a parent, I don't feel like it exceeds to anything past that. I liked hers. What do you think?
3: I liked hers. I understand exactly what she's saying, but I don't know why it wouldn't, ex- why it wouldn't, why would it exclude your kids?
4: She's saying it doesn't exclude your no, kids. No, she's saying. It won't go it, past your kids. She
3: said, no, the kids would be the one exclusion that there is unconditional love.
4: Oh, you're saying you don't think that you're.
3: No, look, if you and your sister turn out to be little axe murderers or just crazy, crazy or, or you know, something. If you look, let me tell you something. If when I get older, you don't take care of me and you put me in a closet to live. <laughs> I saw a show the other day. This guy was living in the closet. No. I, no, actually, let me, let me change it up. It was a son and a daughter living together. Okay. No, a son. Yeah, son and his mother living together. And he put his mom in the closet? His mama lived in the closet. Not, not. it wasn't a roughneck deal. It okay. was more like they, they didn't have the money. You <laughs> okay. know. So she, instead of her living in the front room, she lived in, her bedroom was the closet. I'm sorry. Okay, Dad. But I mean, if you guys treated me bad, mm-hmm. or, you know, I, I just don't think that there is a cutoff. Like, okay, because he's my brother, I'm going to love him in, you know, unconditionally. Or because she's my child, I'm going to love her unconditionally. I'm going to love you based on my feelings towards you. And if you mess that up too much, just like in any relationship... If you, Look, it's just like I always say all the time. Kids love their parents to death, particularly when they're young. Mm-hmm. But as they get older and they start to realize all the shenanigans that their parents send them through, and I'm talking about
5: real yeah. situations, yeah.
3: Um, you know, that love can go right out the door real quick.
4: I think I disagree with you and I agree with her.
3: Well, I think there's conditions, period.
4: I think that if my kids turned out to be little crazy people running around town i'm still gonna love them and and
3: i understand what you're saying i I saw this one show it was like 48 hours one of those Mm -hmm. where the mother they were interviewing the mother the son was in jail he had done some terrible things yeah i don't remember all the details but i mean you know he just did some bad things yeah and she said she said you know i realized all the all the problems that he's, all the hurt that he's dealt to society and these other families, yeah. I, I understand. I understand how you can look at him like he's a monster. I understand. Yeah. He said, but there is something in me that just will not let him go.
4: I, you still look at your child so, like so a baby. Yes,
3: I understand that. I understand that. I just don't think that, I don't think I would be there.
4: I, I think you would be.
3: I, I might. but I you think know, it would
4: be. I think that you would be. <laughs>
3: Let me tell you, you don't want to test it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you turn to a to a raging animal that's treating people bad. I'm not gonna I'm gonna let like, no that's my baby. I'm gonna be like that's my baby, but I gotta let her go. I think you would still be there. Yeah, well you know what? I'd probably still be. I think there.
4: that you're tougher than what you think. I mean, you're not as tough as what you think yeah, you like, are. Maybe. You're now, not. I might
3: just be trying to be but my, my, my machismo right
4: You're a now. big softy, <laughs> though. Like, you're not as tough as you think you are. Well,
3: here, I would never give up. I would still go and visit you in jail. <laughs> oh, my God. Or wherever you end up. Okay, skid row, wherever you are.
4: Why you gotta put me on skid row? Well, you know.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: All right, let's hear another one. Let's hear another one
1: i do not believe in unconditional love unless it's you know in a spiritual sense like i believe that uh, jesus christ died for me and rose again uh, because he unconditionally loved me but as far as my husband you know 10 years uh i love him a lot i love him a lot but if he killed my sister or my parents like no i'm not going to love you anymore (laughs) it's like you know, and that goes the same for my, my kids. Like, I love them a lot, like, with my whole heart. But there are things, you know, that they, like, can they mess up? Absolutely. But if they killed their father or they killed, you know, my, you know, my family members or something like God. that, no, I would not love you anymore. And so if it's not in a spiritual sense, no, I don't believe in unconditional love. Um, you know, I believe that I can love you, but I don't
4: believe it could be unconditional. Damn it! I thought that was gonna be one that agreed with me. (laughs) You
3: know, my only problem with that one is
4: she just said everything you said, and you have a problem with it. Well,
3: here's it's not a problem. It's just that. She made the one exception for spiritual. Well, spiritual Jesus. I think she said Jesus, Jesus Christ. Or Jesus she just Christ. said spiritual. No, she named somebody. No, she, she either did. said God or Jesus Christ. Go right back to the beginning. I bet she did all the way to the beginning.
1: I do not believe in unconditional love yeah, unless it's you, know. it's you know in a spiritual sense. Like I believe that. Uh, Jesus Christ, damn it! <laughs> all right, all okay. right.
3: So, I have no problem with anybody's preference of religion. I, I, I and uh, you will often hear me say, "What would Jesus do?" So, in terms of Jesus Christ as a model, I follow wholeheartedly.
4: So then, what's your problem?
3: I'm not going to put this figment of imagination or historical figure, however you want to do it, prioritized over my kids. I, I, it's not a really a problem. It's just it just rubbed me a little bit wrong.
4: I think they were going more from the standpoint of Jesus has unconditional love for us. You think? That's how I took it.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, I there's know, no throw, evidence. I'm
4: throw your drink at you. I mean,
3: you know, there's really no, you know.
4: All right. All right. You ever heard
3: George Carlin? You know who George Carlin is. No.
4: George
3: Carlin is a comedian.
4: How old is he? He's
3: older than I am.
4: So why do you think I would know him?
3: Well you knew what a Nova was. Or maybe you didn't. You know what a Nova is?
4: What's a Nova?
3: Remember last week? Vega? A car? A pinto. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a Nova also. Uh, oh, I should have done Nova on you.
4: Yeah, I would have said a drug. It sounds like a drug to me. <laughs> okay, okay.
3: All right, we'll talk about the religion
4: later. Okay, great.
3: Okay. Let's hear hers.
6: I do believe in unconditional love, but I believe unconditional love can only come from God. and I know there's a lot of people that do believe in God, there's a lot of people that don't believe in God, but when you talk about unconditional love, you know, you look at love and love is described as patient, it's kind, it's not envious, it's not jealous. Those are all things that we as human beings, they're qualities that we have, whether they're good or bad. We are kind, we are patient, we are jealous, and we are envious, and you can't give someone unconditional love if you are jealous or you're envious, so... That's why I say when it comes to unconditional love, for me, that can only come from God. So I do believe in it, but I just believe that it comes from Him and Him alone. And Him teaching us to love unconditional, I think, shows us how love should be. You know, patient, kind, Um. Those qualities are what we do want to have,
3: but I don't think we can ever get on that level as human beings as unconditional. Okay, unless I misread something, God's love has never been unconditional.
4: How is it not?
3: Well, there, I you look, I know this one story of I think it's called Sama and Gamorda. Is that Something. It was a real evil village, Babylon. Turned everybody to dust or something. And then the whole Noah in the ark? What Didn't he wipe out the earth? Wipe out all the people because they weren't kicking it right? How do you say it? I put
4: in, guys, I just Googled Noah in the ark conspiracies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, here, let me put it like this. God's love has always been conditional. I know. I know what the Bible says. I know what people say. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the fact of the matter is, if you're going to believe the Bible literally, then I, I believe the reason that
4: in the book the of Genesis, flood, God flooded the world to punish humanity for their wickedness. Okay, so how's that unconditional love for one righteous except man, for, yes. Noah?
3: So that is not a condi- uh, That's certainly not unconditional. Damn it. Okay, and then look up Babylon. God's it, I, I love is
4: unconditional.
3: Well, you keep, you know.
4: I just want to know what Google says. Okay,
3: well, you can find biblical sites that will say yes,
5: mm-hmm.
3: because that's the popular answer. But we just gave it, you just read something about, I mean, the whole story of Noah wasn't, <laughs> wasn't because the earth was dry and needed some more water.
4: <laughs> okay, God's love is unconditional according to his grace and mercy but also conditional in his holiness and sovereignty. How do you say that word? Sovere- so How do you say that word? That word? Yeah, you sovereignty? It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that sounds like conditions.
3: Oh, yo. Oh, it's definitely conditions. You know, I, and, and look, I'm not trying to get into a big religious or, or biblical argument with anybody. Yeah. You believe it. You translate it. You do what you want to do with it. I have no problem with it, okay? But I'm just mm-hmm. saying... From a practical sense, that particular story. Someone can no come back heart. to you
4: and say that God's love is unconditional because He was willing to die for all of our wrongdoings.
3: That was Jesus. That's not God. But then later, I mean, if you believe in that the Trinity, He sent then,
4: Jesus to do it—His only Son to yes. die.
3: Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. Would you send your only Son to die for everybody else? No,
3: not me. That's, I wouldn't do it.
4: That's why you're not God. It's true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's some big feet to I mean, that's big shoes to wear. I'm not trying to wear them shoes. It's like the other people that day you're talking about, you know, if it's an emergency. Uh, call, oh, call us if it's Don't like, call it's me. So call Call me. Like <laughs> Don't call me for any godlike stuff. Okay.
4: I really do want to hear more about what you guys say about this. Do you think that God's love is unconditional or does it come with certain conditions because when i listened to it i was starting to think i'm like well aren't there a little bit of conditions like don't you gonna have to follow some of like the things that god wants you to do or is it really unconditional where you can go be a fuck up your whole life and go do all these things and god's still gonna love you like how does that work that is the
3: easy path so that's why the masses of, of people will will take that proclamation because that's an easy path I basically do what I want to do at the end of the day, all I gotta do is say, I claim Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and then poof, 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 I go off to heaven. Okay? Poof, poof, poof. Well, however, whatever <laughs> happens, you know, I don't know what exactly poof, poof, poof. happens. You know, but even like in this, you know, she was okay. saying God being unconditional. Well, the whole story behind knowing the ark was no, there are conditions. Mm. And when you as a as a group of people, look, let's take it all the way back to Genesis. Adam and Eve had conditions. Yeah. And as soon as those conditions, as soon as they slipped, yeah, it's like, okay, poof, out of here. Out of here, now you gotta be naked, now you gotta be wicked, now you gotta be knowledgeable, now you got you know, all because I ate, ate the, the fruit apple. of knowledge.
4: Alright,
3: alright, alright, alright. I'm not, I'm not trying to have a, you know, I'm not, I'm I don't know the Bible well, the Bible, the The baby. I don't don't know the Bible real (laughs) well, but I've read a couple stories. I'm
4: sure someone's going to tell you about it after this. And I'm happy to welcome. And that's why I want to know what people think. Do you think that God's love is conditional or unconditional? Yeah. All right, let's see. Hi,
0: Shy. I just want to first off start by saying, I love you, your family, and your podcast so much. I think that you are amazing and doing such an amazing job at having, raising a family and just being a business career woman. You're Thank killing you. the game, girl. I do believe in unconditional love for my children. Yes, like you said, I would do anything for my kids, no matter what they did. I would be on their side. Um, I would never, ever be able to stop loving my kids. I mean, come on, I birthed them. So, as far as my husband, um, if he went and did some crazy-ass shit and became psycho one day, I don't think that I would have that love for him anymore. So, not sure about the unconditional.
3: But what if the kids would and did some crazy-ass psychos?
0: I'm still loving my kids. Well, I appreciate the nice message
4: that came with that one. Um, it seems to be the... the the overall consensus that our husband can kick rocks, but our kids yeah, get real. to stay on the boat. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah,
4: Our kids and God.
3: Well, you know, from a woman's perspective, I do understand it because I mean, you guys did birth them. So. I'm telling
4: you, if Ace goes out and does some crazy shit, I'm still there. Okay. I got, you. I'm standing by him. Am I going to say what he did was right? No, but am I going to be like, Oh, I don't love you anymore. You messed up. You did something crazy. No, I don't think that's what I'm gonna do.
3: Okay, so then, do any of these define what love means? Because we've all been talking about conditional. Okay, love. let's
4: see. There was
3: because see, when you say I'm still gonna love him, I- I'd like to hear what your definition of love is. Oh God,
4: I knew that was coming. Well, let's see what their definition of love is.
2: Hey, Cheyenne, I absolutely love you. I've been a fan of you for so long. I met y'all on Snapchat, and I follow all your content. And to me, what love means is the ability to be happy and wanted and heard and to have unconditional relations with whoever it is that I'm saying I love you to to the point where I'll literally take a bullet for you um, and genuinely mean it as far as um, no expectations and what I want in return. So yeah, love is happiness. Love is Jesus.
4: Y'all be loving y'all some God. Ain't nothing wrong with
3: that. <laughs> Should I love me some God?
4: Love is Jesus. The way she ended that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you taking a bullet from me? Not the long no, no, pause. No,
3: because no. no, uh, a bullet is really is happening too quick. I would. Give you my kidney. You needed a kidney. You needed... Yeah, I'd give my life for yours.
4: You you had to really think about it, Dad. No,
3: because look, I'm not jumping in front of the, the the gunman. I probably don't have that kind of reaction time. Okay, but in the end of the day, would I give my life up so that you could so that you could keep on growing? Yeah, I would. You said I don't have that kind of stamina. I don't have that reaction time. Don't have time. that reflex. Look, the man got a gun. I'm, I'm either rushing him or running. Okay, I'm not thinking about jumping in front.
4: You You're know. not thinking about jumping in front for me. Yeah.
3: I, you know, that's a tough row, man. Come on. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, natural. I'm either rushing him or I'm running. Oh, my God. He's going to be talking
4: <laughs> where, about Shy running. Shy
3: running. Right. You ain't behind me. Run. Right. Where are you at? Oh. So I, I liked hers, but at the end, she said something. Now I forgot what she said. It wasn't the Jesus part. I'm okay with Jesus juice.
2: Jesus juice.
4: Okay, let's go to
2: the. Hey Cyan. Hi. I absolutely love you. I've been a fan of you for so long, um, and genuinely mean it. As far as um, no expectations and what I want in return, so yeah, love is happiness. Love.
3: Okay, so that's what it was. The no expectations of what I want in return. Mm-hmm. But you know, we do we we, we do want something in return.
4: You want to be
3: loved back. You're not always loved equally black, but you, you want to get something back. You know, even if it's being able to see them grow, to see them succeed, to see them move on or move past. Okay. Um, it's, I mean, it's always nice to be loved back.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: It's, that's, that's nice, but I'm not trying to be that idealistic. And it's not a big deal. I mean, I liked her.
4: So if someone asks you, what does love mean? What's your answer?
3: Well, first of all, for me, you have to define what, who are you talking about me loving? Because how I'd love my kids would be different than how I love my wife or how I love my mom or how I love my, you know what I mean? Your a, friend. A, yes. So you yeah. feel like
4: you have different versions of love for different people. Oh,
3: without a doubt. Because there's things under the, under the scope of love that I would do for you and your sister. That you know I love my boy tony b and and c j and, and Freddie, I'm not doing it for them,
4: okay, so what would be what would what would an example of that be
3: well, like you said, take a bullet okay you know, would i would I give my life if if your heart was dying, would I give you my heart? sure i would i'm I'm cool, I've had mine, I'm not scared of death, but Tony
4: B, don't get your heart
3: Tony B gets my prayers. <laughs>
4: Tony, I hope you heard that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he gives my prayers. You know. Uh, you know, so you know, I mean it, it differs.
4: I, I get I guess you know? I never thought about it like that. Yeah.
3: I mean, there's certain things that I would do for certain people in the name of love. There's certain pain that I would take from certain people mm-hmm. in the name of love. Um, you know. But that doesn't mean I'm gonna take that pain from somebody else. That
4: so, how would you describe the love that you have for your wife?
3: Uh, for okay, so for my wife, she's got just about everything I can give. My patience, mm-hmm. my my understanding, my forgiveness, my apologies. You know, um, I mean, you know, she could conk me on the head, and I'd still be okay. Because it didn't knock me out, it didn't kill me. If she conked me in the head, I figure she has a good reason. Because the thing is, I know my life. My wife loves me.
4: Yeah.
3: You know, I know. You know, she loves my dirty black ass.
4: Yeah, I know. You know? I've seen it.
3: So with that, I'm going to try my best to love her back, mm-hmm. and that means accepting wrongness should it come my way via her. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and on the same time, I'm trying to give all I can give to reciprocate that that I get from her. You know, where, let's say, with you guys, I'm not trying to reciprocate all that I get from you. It's a, it's a different deal, okay? You guys are my kids. You guys are growing. I'm watching you guys grow and mature and, and develop. Are you getting all that I have to offer? You know, you're going to get this, as, as much support as I can give you, but I still got to keep my boat floating mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You know, where, you know, financial, let's just take financial, if we're going to draw a financial picture. I'm gonna support you guys all I can, but at the end of the day, me and T spending all the money. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you guys still have time to make yours. We don't have we we're 60. We are at the end of our we're downhill. You guys are still going uphill. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna help you get uphill. Now if your heart goes out, you got my heart. Keep going. Okay? But if you if you need my cash, I, look, I'm gonna give you so much. And I got to be you know, me and T got out. You know, <laughs> you know, you know look, I don't work hard for mine. So, <laughs> you know, so. Okay. you know where on the flip side let's say if my dad or my mom needed
4: yeah we didn't talk about your parents if
3: if they needed you know whatever they it would I give them an organ so that they could keep on going i would if it killed me I wouldn't okay, okay. would I give them my last dime i would yeah I, I, I can make it money again that's you know i can, you know if there's something I can do for them materialistically it's done mm-hmm. because they've done great for me you know if they but you do my mother asked me the other day a couple of weeks ago it was in a conversation and she just said have you have were you ever molested it had to do with one of the shows mm-hmm. I think we were talking about uh stranger danger okay. she just i think she just had a flash as a as a mother uh-huh. you know did i did i I've never really asked my child this i okay she asked me, I said, no so what would you say I said, no I don't know. i you dig fine I'm fine nothing there nothing's ever happened to me, but the way they protected me and raised me and and mm-hmm. Uh, made allowances for my mistakes and supported me when I was trying to do things. Um, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd give them everything I could. You know, financially, I'd give them everything. Where well, I wouldn't give you everything. You've got time. They don't have time. Yeah. Luckily, they they got more money than me. So. I was going to say, luckily, <laughs> yeah. they're fine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we don't ever have to really. You <laughs> don't test have to that.
4: worry about them. <laughs> All right, let's hear another one.
3: You know, my mom's been beating me up. About she, what? About my. She says that I was on here, mm-hmm. and I probably need to watch myself speaking Ebonics.
4: Wait, she watches this?
3: Yeah, she watches.
4: Oh, why didn't you tell me?
3: Oh, look, you're already a cusser in a I would
4: have watched my <laughs> mouth.
3: Sorry, it is what it is.
4: You should have told me. It's, well,
3: you know, you know, I told you way back when. Social media, you got to understand, your grandparents are going to be watching. Oh, I told you this when God, you went on, my are mouth, the
4: I just, sometimes I just, they just, the words just Listen to me, let me tell
3: you something. It's nothing but words, okay? And that's some, the
4: problem. The problem is that you taught me that they're just words. That,
3: that's all they are. If somebody wants to write in and explain to me the detriment behind saying the word fuck, or you dirty bastard, <laughs> or you stupid bitch, I, I don't like any of these words. I use them every once in a while, but generally I don't. But if somebody wants to explain to me, and believe me, I've looked them up. I've looked up the history of the word fuck. I've looked it up. I couldn't find anything. I found something that didn't make sense. I looked it up again probably five or seven years later, and you know, I think at one time I got into something. It was talking about how it, that word was supposed to be a summoning of, of evil spirits or demons. And it was like, okay. I, you know, oh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, it was going too far. But I mean, it's just a word, and it's, it's an expressive word. Now,
4: I'm not using it towards you.
3: No, exactly. And you could use it towards me and in a, in a flattering or favorable manner. Like, say, oh, that's my motherfucker right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's my motherfucker. Or I okay? can say, fuck you, dad. Well, yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> fuck you, dad. Yeah. You know, Now, if you say that and snot's coming out your nose, I know that's a problem. <laughs> now, now, now that's a mean word, you know. But if you say it and it's laughter, how to come behind it, then, you know, it's all right. It's not like that is, you know, there are plenty of words out there that I think are truly bad words and they usually are surrounded around bigotry or a very precise shot at being mean, Mm. okay? Those I would call, and I hate to bring this back to me, but when a certain person calls another certain person a nigger, that's a bad word. You don't mean that friendly. Now I can call my boy that.
4: So Tony B can come up and say, "What's up, my nigga?" Oh, well, my nigga, what's up? But name? if white man Tom, says, white man in the
3: market, nigga, because cause he, nigga, get out that of the I, way. Yes, yes. Now that, to me, now we are talking bad words. Got it. Okay, but the word, oh, all these other words. Hell, come on, stop tripping. People are a little wound, a little too tight, and they just believe anything they hear. Oh, that's a bad word. Well, what makes it bad? The syllable construction of it. Well, I mean, what? Like, you know. So I don't. I don't fall into those. I don't fall into those gateways. I'm sorry if I'm not the guy for you. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I can appreciate if if the word if there are certain words. That society says are bad and you want to just go with society, follow follow the leader, do your thing.
4: But you do agree that there are certain words that are offensive and triggering.
3: Look, I would never call anybody, I'm gonna use a couple words and, and please don't anybody. I'd never call one of my Latino brothers a beaner, you know, or a wetback Because yes. I understand why that why you know, I understand the I mean, I don't even know if it's triggering to them, but to me, I understand what it's meant, how it's meant to be. Right. Okay. I wouldn't call anybody, you know, a kike, you know, I wouldn't do yeah. stuff like that.
4: But you're saying, like saying bitch.
3: See, saying I hate I hate the way you girls use the word bitch. What's up, bitch? Yeah, you guys use it. I mean
4: But what I can't say I hate the way you say what's up, my nigga.
3: Well, I understand. And 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 you have a right to to not like my choice of words, but don't beat me up because it's just the words. It's like I'm not gonna beat you up. Like when I see you and your the the girls get together mm-hmm. and y'all call each other bitch, I'm like Sometimes they're just so disrespectful to each other. You <laughs> but know? I thought it was just a word. Well, it is just a word, but that word actually has a definition.
4: So could I say what's up, shithead?
3: I'll be okay with that.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> All right. Because you know that you know you're kidding. I mean I'm done with you. Let's play. Alright
2: Yes, I believe unconditional love exists. And what it means to me is simply put in the Bible. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not easy. It,
3: it
2: is not easy.
3: Okay. this is not about her. I am so tired of hearing people regurgitate somebody else's information. We've all heard this definition. You, have you heard this before? Yes. Okay. I, I, let's let's up the conversation. What does it mean to you? Not what somebody said it means to them and you say, okay, well, I like that. I'm going to use that.
4: Maybe she says it, it at the end.
3: Maybe. And that's why I say it's not about her. Okay. But I really want to have some people stop and think about it for themselves. Just like with me. I mean, you know, depending who I say I love you to.
4: It has a difference.
3: Sure, sure. It means what I'm willing to do with me personally.
4: Yeah. Yes. I'm but willing I to also exercise feel like,
3: patience. Yes. I'm exercising. I feel like
4: the word love has been thrown around so much. So free. And it's so free that people have lost the true meaning behind it within the freeness of it. And that's happened to me. I mean, a lot of people know about the situation between McKenzie and I, from teen mom. Okay. And all the online stuff and she went online and went on live and was crying and she said, "I told her I loved her and she wouldn't say it back to me." Okay. And I didn't. And I explained to her when she did say it, "I never met you. I don't know you and I don't love you and you don't love me." <laughs> You don't know me. You don't love me. And she was just so hurt by the fact that I wouldn't say it back to her. And I had to understand, okay, we have two different definitions of love. And we've been taught two different ways of how to use it. And am, am I saying the way she was taught was wrong? No. Or am I taught wrong? I'm just saying it's this very opposite ends of the, yeah. the spectrum yeah. for, for it so i think that situation taught me a lot about how it can just be so thrown out as a band-aid to certain situations or just as a thing K, love you bye i'm not that girl i've never been that girl right. i don't i'm not a k love you bye i'm not a it's just i've never been that person i think maybe because of how you were and how we were growing up of like i could randomly tell my dad on like a freaking wednesday oh love you dad okay go in your room and i want you to write down what love means to you and what the word is and i'm like hey what the hell i just said i love you so i do think that because of that i hold on to it a little bit more no, a it little tighter
3: a little tighter
4: it means more and i tried to explain that when i was in that situation of i'm not saying it because I don't like you or I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm not saying, it, I'm not saying it back to be mean. I'm just genuinely explaining to you. I don't. And it, I don't love you because, I don't of, love my you because of my definition of love. love. Yeah. And I think I, that's some, that's a, a situation that will, that sticks with me because it was, it was, uh, it was just mind blowing to me to see the differences of yeah. how, it can be taught or used and I'm not knocking her or the way that she was taught or anything like that. I'm just saying that in that, in that moment I was like, I don't understand like how you can just say it and, and you, you don't know me. You don't know me from Adam at the market. So I get, I get what you're saying.
3: So just side note, I did used to, question the kids about what their definition of love was because I didn't want them to have a shallow sense of love. I wanted them to understand if you, you know, and it's going to differ and it's going to change it in time. You know, what would you, you know, when you're 12, you define love, you define it now it'd be totally different. Yeah. But I wanted them to understand to define the word. Don't just use the word. Yeah. Like it's a, like it's a greeting. Okay. You're going to use it. Use it and understand what you're saying.
4: Okay, so my SD card ran out of memory, so I had to jump up and fix it. Uh, We're going to finish playing the one that you paused. Okay.
2: Easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails.
1: This is
7: about my 16th time trying to record this. My baby's
4: trying to get the Bible. I'm right, Take care. Well, I appreciate the effort in recording it that many times. Um, and shout out to your baby. Um, but I think that you, my dad, when I say you, wanted to hear more of people's personal, personal take. take on it rather than the biblical take on it. But I do think that sometimes people's personal take is biblical. the biblical. Take. And that's fine. That's so fine. you have to.
3: It's, it's not so much that, well, I don't know. You know, I think that the Bible itself is a great book. I think it's, it's got plenty of lessons. Mm-hmm. I personally don't believe it. Literally. <clears throat> um, some of the stories are just too far gone for me. But when I, and and I so you know because I do admire the book and think it is a, is a beautiful book, uh, beautiful lessons in there, beautiful teachings. I don't have a problem with somebody leaning on it or going to it. I really don't. I just think that sometimes, you know, it's, almost, it's almost like I get. I want to see, I I'd like to hear somebody think for themselves. That's all. Sometimes, okay, but I I don't have a problem with somebody going to the Bible. I mean, right. there's, there's things I, like, look, again, what do I tell you all the time? I say, look, if I'm in a, in a conundrum, conundrum, is that the word? Conun- I don't know Conundrum. Yet. If I'm in a tough situation, don't know what to do, mm-hmm. I think about Jesus. What would he do? How would he handle it? Mm-hmm. You know, and if I can mimic that or mock that, then I figure I'd be doing okay.
4: So. Yeah, so I think when people are reading their, the biblical take on love, yeah. then that's what they would want to do and mock and mimic. Yeah. So.
3: Yeah, okay. but see, people will do that, and I'm not seeing this particular person. Mm-hmm. But I'll hear people read read that or cite that or some poem or some prose, you know, about patience and understanding, and and they'll be the first one to argue and not give not give grace to anybody,
4: mm.
3: you know. And then that's what I have a term, and, and Teresa knows it well. I, I a lot of people I call them call them fake ass Christians. Oh my God! Well, like <laughs> How we get there? Yeah, well, you know, because they sit up there and they talk about all these things. Or they use the Bible as a guideline, but then they don't use it as a guideline. So, so for example, there may be something that is in the best interest of a business. Like, so, so for example, keep uh, payroll low. Okay. Okay. That's a business call, that's a business decision. I understand it. But then don't claim this big Christian follower. Because they don't align, okay. Matter of fact, I think somewhere in the Bible it says something about uh, paying somebody their proper worth. But then when you're trying to make a big, you know, so you either have you either have your Christianity that's going to guide you or your business principles that's going to guide you, and a lot of times they don't work well together.
4: They don't align up.
3: They don't line up, you know. And then people will talk about you know the Bible's in there talking about you know judgment is. Left for God. Let God be the judge. But they do an awful lot of judgment out there. You know, they determine that homosexuality is not cool. That you know, that conflict over here that's not cool, and that you know, that's just a whole lot of you know, this. Another subject. All right, all We're gonna right. We gotta keep it pushing. Now, I don't want anybody to misunderstand that. Not that I think that all Christians are fake ass Christians. It's just that I've seen my share of them. You know, they talk one way, then they walk a different way.
5: First off, I want to say I'm from Snapchat. Hi, Cheyenne. I'm one of your fans. She's from am Snapchat. Um, but Oh, Snapchat. First and foremost, to answer your question, I agree with you. Unconditional love I probably would have for my siblings um, and my kids when I have them. Um, and what does love mean to me? Love is an action word. Uh, I feel like I um, Love is when you're willing to do any and everything to please your partner or your loved one. Love is making sure that they're okay and that they know that you love them. Love is um, just putting them before you. And at the end of the day, making sure they're happy, showing them affection, showing them attention, being there for them, being there confident, being there friend. Just really loving them, really
4: loving them. So, Amber thought for herself. Yes, she did. I like how she said love is an action.
3: An action word. An yeah, action I, word. I, I wanted to hear where she was going with that. I like. I that. like the Amber's. I like the Amber's. I,
4: I like love is an action word, and I think it is. I think in in I think in some. Ways I can see it being an action word, and it's a, it's something that I want to feel, and I feel like you have to do certain acts in order to feel it, and in order to give it, you perform certain acts to do that. Yeah, I think that's I like that stuck out. To so me. I, I like the Amber's.
3: There was only one thing that she said that, not rubbed me wrong,
4: mm-hmm.
3: made me twitch a little bit.
4: Oh God, you just get triggered at everybody's.
3: No, only uh, it's only because you know I. It's here. This is the <laughs> only reason why.
4: Okay, what did Amber say?
3: Because I've thought about this time and time and time I again. I see. So
4: what did Amber okay? say?
3: Well, there was one thing which she said, and it was like, uh, uh, it's, at the, it's at the beginning. And she says, it's basically pleasing everybody. I don't making do every, she said Something that. like that. It was something of that nature. Okay, go. And I'll tell you when to stop. It's, at the, it's not the very beginning. First, she talking about Snapchat. I thought that was in Tennessee or somewhere. Um, but
5: first and foremost, to answer your question, I agree with you. Unconditional love I probably would have for my siblings, mm-hmm. um, and my kids when I have them. Um, and what does love mean to me? Love me? is an action where Uh, I feel like, um, love is when you're willing to do any and everything to please your partner or your. Stop woman. it
3: right there! Stop it right there! So. Love is when you're willing to do anything or everything to please your partner. Okay. So now let's say this is your child. Mm-hmm. Love is not necessarily pleasing their every wish and want as a mother, as a father. Right. Cause now sometimes you have to make the tough decision that they're not going to like. It's not pleasing to them, but it's in their best it's, it's in their best interest. Thank you. Thank you. thank for for Yeah. Yeah. Where they, they may look at you like, oh, I'm so mad, you know? And I mean, that hurts as a parent when you're getting that, but sometimes you have to go through that. Yeah. Because it's in their best interest. It's not pleasing them, yeah. but it's in their best interest. And so sometimes love, you have to take the, there's a hard road to it, you know, even, and let's take, take it out of the realm of, you know, uh, parent and child. Sometimes even with your mate. It's a hard road. You know, you have to take the hard road because if you love them, if you really love them and you want the best for them, sometimes it's not a, just a pleasing thing. Sometimes it's like, no, you need to understand and, you know, for right now, you need to get your ass on out of here. Sometimes you, know, you have to let people go yeah. Yeah, and love yeah.
4: them harder or tougher or whatever it is from yeah. afar. Yeah. But I did like Amber. I did too. I, I did like too. loving, I like the action behind yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, Let's hear crystals.
3: Amber from Snapchat,
4: Tennessee. Why are you going to make her from Tennessee?
7: Love hasn't been that kind to me
1: when
3: it comes to the uh-oh,
1: opposite uh-oh, sex. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, okay, oh, she gosh, just gosh, started. She just
3: started. But come on. I can see her.
4: Dad!
3: Hasn't been kind to me.
4: Oh, you're so petty. Oh.
3: All right, I'm just kidding. I don't know who she is. No, I so
4: let her finish. Okay, go ahead. But she did have that like sexy, soothe voice happening. All right, no, all right. she. Okay. All okay, right. Right. okay. Okay. All right, let's, let's listen. Go.
3: All right. But
1: I have found unconditional love in my son. He's a year old, and I didn't think I could feel that kind of love before. And I just feel content with that. I know that's that's bad you're supposed to you're supposed to be with someone and you know the happily ever after but you know being 36 going on 37 I don't see it for me. I don't but, The love of my child, I guess, will just have to suffice. I've prayed on it, Um, but that's just how it is at this point for me.
4: Crystal, I disagree. 36, going on 37, you are so young. Do not write off the love boat. I get that your child's love is a different type of love that no one will ever come close to. It's just, it's just not possible. It's just, it is what it is. But, and don't believe in the whole fantasy shit either. That's just bullshit to me. But I don't think that you should. I don't think that you, like her saying like, oh, I don't think it's for me or it's gonna come to me. I don't think that's true. I think you're still young. You're not in your sixties like him.
3: Yeah, I, I wouldn't put a whole lot in the crystals. I think crystal was at the end of a bottle of wine.
4: Oh, my God, Dad. I
3: think she'd been sitting on the couch all day. The <laughs> she got about this much left in the bottle. <laughs> you know, she decided to jump on and say a few things. Okay, I'm done you with
0: know, you. You know, she's
3: like, you know.
0: Hey, shy it's Kia, your Snapchat family here. So, for me, love is First um, Corinthians 4 through 7. <laughs> Sorry. Watch. I'm sorry,
3: watch. We're going to hear it again. <laughs> love is patient. Love is kind. Love is forgiving.
4: Kia, I really like your voice, though. I can't. I like Kia's voice.
3: Let's hear what <laughs> Kia's got to say.
0: It is not envy. See? I it mean, it is come not. On. Boast. It is not proud. Do you know how many times in my life I've heard, I've heard this? It is not self seeking. <laughs> it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongdoing.
4: No, I'm going to hope. She's, she's going to bring so it home easy. at the end. Watch.
5: Okay.
0: She's going to say something. All right. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Um, I was raised to know this definition. Love never fails. Listen, hush. And I always sum it up as love being a demonstration of authentic actions. For me, it's, it's selfless and holds no ego or pride. So it's something that... I always have to work on daily to remind myself to love others with God's love because it's easier to love a significant other, a parent, or even our children unconditionally, but it's not always as easy to love our neighbor as ourselves. So, you know, just having to always remind myself to remove like the pride out of it or the ego. Um, when I'm angry about something, um, you know, and just remind myself daily to love
4: others selfishly like God loves us. She gave the definition, or not the definition. She gave the biblical response, and then she gave her own interpretation of it.
3: If you like it, go with it.
4: matter. Let's play one more just to end the night. Cause this is the last one we'll play right now. There's a lot. We're going to get through them, and I have faith that we're going to find one that he likes.
3: I've liked a couple of them. Mm. You know, I, I, the the thing about the, the, you know, whatever, 2.5 or whatever. Corinthians? Whatever it was.
4: Did you call well, it a well, I didn't know Oh, that. my God.
3: I mean, it's just that I've heard that. Okay, heard that. Heard
4: but that that's there. their interpretation okay, of it. Okay, and that's
3: fair. That's, I guess it's fair. Shh. Hi, I'm from Snapchat, and love to me is kind. It's not
7: boastful.
4: <laughs> bad, bad. <laughs> I can't even. Hey, I love everybody from Snapchat. Okay, just
7: letting you know that right now.
3: Hey, you know, by from Snapchat hit me.
7: Unselfish. Um, I do believe in unconditional love. I believe that. You can love someone and not like them. I believe that
4: you can love someone and not like them. them. I agree. I don't. I agree. There are plenty of times that I love my sister, Mm -hmm. but I do not like her. No, no.
3: The love that you have overrides the dislike. She
4: didn't say that.
3: I'm telling you.
4: All she said is, "You can love someone and not like them. I love you, and I don't like you sometimes. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't.
3: Your love for me overrides. <laughs>
4: That's my not bad the point. Posture. The point is, you can love someone and still not like them. Okay, I love him okay. up there in that room. I love him, and I, I sometimes I don't like him. I agree.
3: Okay, so." No one's
4: saying overrides, underrides. No one's saying love more or like. I'm just saying I can love you and still not like you. Okay,
3: which has the greater...
4: We're not playing that game. Which
3: holds the greater meaning, like or love?
4: Love, but that's not what she said.
3: She said I can love Love someone
4: and still not not like like them." them. I agree. Hold on, let's finish to the rest. See, I'm not about to argue with you. All
3: right. Like, in a situation like that, obviously, you wouldn't stay with him if he did all that. (laughs) And I know that's an extreme example, but... I didn't hear the example. I didn't hear it either. Let's back it up. She might have got some good, juicy stuff in there.
7: Unselfish. Um, I do believe in unconditional love. I believe that you can love someone and not like them i believe that like in a situation like that obviously you wouldn't stay with him if he did all that and i know that's an extreme
3: example, she had something going on she was thinking about something she just didn't share it with us
4: well, elizabeth what was the example right, right. She you had, missed the example for she had
3: elizabeth. an idea in her head and she she clearly understood where she was.
4: Yeah, because she said, not like that, you wouldn't (laughs) stay with him like that. (laughs) Okay. I understand.
3: Or would you just not be able to look at him or be with him because he did that horrible
7: stuff? But would your love totally go away from him? Because if your love totally went away, the devastation wouldn't be as bad. I mean, I guess it would be devastating for someone to do horrible things. But I think the devastation would be so bad because you did love that person, and it hurts. You just have to make the best decision. So I believe that would go with the unconditional love. You love them. You may not be in love with them anymore. Um, you may not be able to look at them anymore, but the love is still there. I also believe we should love our enemies. Um, that doesn't mean we want to be their friend or that we like them, but we
4: shouldn't w- Harm on them, like we should pray for those that hurt us. We should want agree or disagree with the enemy's statement.
3: Keep your friends closer. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer.
4: Do you think we should pray for the people that harm us?
3: <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, in, in a serious notion, mm-hmm. I was, gonna, I was. The first thing I said is from old Godfather. Old school stuff. You know, keep your friends close, but yeah. your enemies closer. And that's just so you can recognize what's going on. Um, should you yes, because generally your enemy is somebody that's probably less fortunate than you. Hmm. They have a they have a misunderstanding. Their circumstances is bad. That's why they're your enemy. And and generally your enemies, you should not be their enemy. They can have you. They can see you as an adversary. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll do a real life. Um, You were in a situation. You used to act. The kids were in a situation. Young man's gone off to jail. Yeah. Okay. Do I think that you should pray for him? I do. I do. do I think at some point, you know, I, you know, maybe go what? see him.
4: What? Hey. Hey.
3: Me. Well, you would kind of want to have an understanding of what happened, but if anything, they say, look, I'm sorry that you're in the situation that you are. I'm sorry that you are incarcerated. I know that you you understand what he did. It wasn't personal against you. Now, even if it was personal against you. We don't know what he has gone through in his life to take him down that road. You've been very fortunate. You've had me and your mom and your family around you. To make your yellow brick road or not to make it a yellow brick road everybody hasn't hasn't been had that that everybody has not been that fortunate so when you find somebody whether they be your enemy or just a person that's confused i think yeah you should help them Best you can i think that
4: forgiveness has to come with prayer or forgiveness and then prayer happens after
3: okay but yeah i do think you should pray for your enemy yeah i think you should Think that's a tough first of all, first of all, you shouldn't have an enemy, I mean, you know, first things first,
4: but that happens in life. Hmm. I don't know those twins you were bullying in you know, uh yeah, you were their enemy,
3: yes, and i I hope that they would forgive me.
4: We're gonna find them, please don't
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, I was actually trying to think what their what their net na- okay, his name was Andy.
4: Do you remember their last name? Because the internet can find them.
3: Here's the thing. They they were Asian. And I, I, you
4: know. Don't even try to guess. Don't even go there. (laughs) All right. We went over our time this week, but we're going to sit here and keep going, you guys. So we're going to part two this episode. We're going to double up right now? We're going to double up right now because we got... What, you know, what
3: double up means?
4: Uh, I think of double cups and double cups, yeah, double up, cup here, cup here, double fist.
3: Oh, okay, all right, that's what, pretty similar to my time. What, what was yours? Double up, like when you wouldn't, never mind, like never two mind. girls. Like, where no, are we no, going no, with no, this? No, no, it's not sexual at all, <laughs> okay. it's more of you know,
4: Kate, no, okay, no, okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, where past I- life? Oh, God, we're going to sit here and keep playing them and having a good talk. And then there were a few DMs that we got that we're going to go over. So we're going to keep going, but we're going to part to it. So make sure you guys tune into next week after this episode to hear this conversation. Keep going. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, leave those ratings on Apple, um, not on Apple. I need some reviews on podcasts. We need more reviews um
3: nobody reviewed us last week i'm a little disappointed
4: okay call them out
3: because we we I, I i know i asked for a, review, a re- review review and when i went on the podcast
4: I there's no new ones you know what's the
3: trip is? it says 40
4: it's 40 people that have rated it
3: oh 40 people rated it i think so but, but we only have four reviews
4: okay well can someone go leave us a review
3: please
4: All right guys, we will uh, be back next week with an extension of this episode.
3: Thanks guys.
0: Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.
1: Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us.
2: Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have.
3: It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids.
2: See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, and even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com live.